Hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to Edwards, Weekly Edwards Insider the 40s. We deliver the news about the creation of our project Edwards. And Tokugawa-san, could you please uh, open the session? As usual? Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Oksana. Uh, hello, everybody. This is Hiro Tokugawa. Now, uh, this, okay, on the 40th, uh, so, well, uh, you call it, you call this in Japanese, Fushime. So it's like for every 10, 10 sessions, it's supposed to be memorable. Uh, and uh, so so this time, uh, I would like to talk about the, uh, well, there's a second uh, episode of the, uh, on the shogun himself, okay? Uh, now, uh, there are 15 shoguns in the Tokugawa, from the Tokugawa family. Uh, but the first and uh, the best known is Tokugawa Ieyasu, who is the founder of this so-called dynasty. Uh, but he was shogun for only two years. He wins in the Battle of Sekigahara and uh, is appointed shogun by the emperor in 1603. And then two years later, he resigns. Uh, the reason for doing so is that he had to, you see, once you become, uh, you reach a certain stage uh, in Japanese government, then ceremonies take up so much time. You see, he had to govern. And to govern effectively, he had to design a new system, a new government. So uh, he retired uh, from uh, the shogun's post at uh, in two years in the af after being in the office for two years, and then uh, the next ten years he spent away from Edo in Shizuoka, uh, coming up with a uh, lasting system of government uh, in which he was apparently very successful. Uh, the second shogun was his son Hidetada, and he served nearly twenty years. And then after that, the third Iemitsu, fourth Ietsuna, and the fifth. Tsunayoshi, they all served nearly 30 years. Uh, and then the sixth shogun, only three years. And after that, uh, Tokugawa Ietsugu, uh, the seventh, uh, served another three years. Actually, uh, he became shogun at age uh, five or six, and then uh, he died at eight. So after that, it is Tokugawa Yoshimune. Uh, he is uh, possibly the uh, most famous after Ieyasu, especially after they had a TV drama with him as the lead character, although this was like a halfway fantasy. Uh, anyway, so he served another 30 years and under his, in his with him in office, the uh, shogunate changed considerably. Uh, Japan uh, started to look more like a very modern state. And his son, Ieshige, although not uh, physically robust, uh, served for 15 years. And then his son, uh, Ieharu, the 10th shogun, for another 30 years. And then uh, the 11th shogun, uh, Tokugawa Ienari, he served for uh, 50 years, which is a record. And he served the longest. And also it was under Tokugawa Ienari that uh, Japan's trade balance, uh, well, moved to the black. So we were, we had become next net exporters by then. And uh, so under his, under his rule, uh, with, with, under his rule, Japan had become a very rich country. And most of what we recognize as Edo culture today uh, come from come from uh, his times. Uh, and then he uh, died at in 1837, uh, although he retired shortly before that. So uh, you see, and only three or four years later, we have uh, there was the Opium War. Uh, so Britain, with a few a few uh, steam-powered warships, beat the mighty Qing Dynasty, and that marks the beginning of modern. Asian history. And, and after that, uh, the shoguns start to serve shorter. Uh, the 12th shogun, Tokugawa Ieyoshi, 
uh, yes, he was, what, 16 years. And then the 13th, uh, Tokugawa Iesara, four years. The 14th, Tokugawa Iemochi, uh, less than eight years. And then the last shogun, Tokugawa Yoshinobu, for just one year. So, so from this, you can see that, uh, well, for one thing, this is a case in Japanese politics. You have a long-serving leader, and then after that, for a while, you have short-serving ones. Uh, unfortunately for uh, my family, uh, after we had a very long-serving shogun, uh, it got shorter and shorter, and then our power disappeared. Uh, but anyway, you see, uh, and it's so interesting uh, that the last shogun, yes, actually served for one year only, but he was the center of Japanese politics for the uh, 10 years preceding that. So he, he was, how should I say, a maverick figure. And because his mother was an imperial princess, uh, he had the potential to change the system completely, although he was removed from power uh, before he could make any meaningful change. But uh, interest, and also interestingly, uh, all of the uh, problems that Japan was facing uh, by around 1860 had been resolved uh, by the time the last shogun lost power. So we don't really know why the Meiji Restoration had to take place. Uh, but anyway, so this is the list of the shoguns. So on average, or the typical shogun would be serving about 30, year, 30 years. And that was enough even in uh, pre-industrial times to make meaningful change to the, to the government. Uh, to, to in, in terms of governance. So uh, they all had done some kind of work, some kind of contribution to Japanese history. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and next time I would like to talk more about what it actually meant for these people to live as shogun. Okay. So thank you very much, Oksana. That would be enough for today. Thank you very much, Tokugawa-san. And uh, JJ, could you please join us? Hello, Oksana. Thank you. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, it's so interesting to hear the, the story of Shogun from uh, Yehiro-san. It's so amazing uh, uh, because I'm keen on, you know, creating the regulation and principles in gaming fields. So we need to implement that ranking system as well. Not ranking system, Shogun system as well. And then the last Shogun lasts for just one year, right? So shorter, next longer. So eight of us is going to be longer, definitely. I'm, I'm confident that. But so interesting story. So by the way, um, our listing team uh, did great works, and then we listed uh, Zenny on another exchange. The name is BK BKEX. The ranking is supposed to be around 20s to 21s in the global exchange. That's really nice news. And then ju just keep an eye on the price moving as well. So market cap is supposed to be like 50 million, 40 million, 60 million, around that. So that's the average, average price. If, if, if let's say like, uh, if you have a chance to see the price is like 20 million or 30 million, just buy. I think it's a good time to buy. But anyway, uh, listing strategy is gonna be working. And then uh, also as you can see, the crypto, crypto market is still shaking. And then I think some of the huge uh, centralized exchange, uh, so-called sex is gonna be maybe troublesome, I guess, uh, because they deal with FTT. And currently the market cap of FTT is gonna be like, you know, one tenth, I mean 10%, I mean 90% dropped by uh, the market. So uh, if they use FTT as a kind of leverage, uh, leverage base or leverage function, then definitely sex is gonna be damaged. So we have to carefully check whether this exchange is fine or not. 
And then if there's, that, there's a no problem of the exchange, we can proceed our listing process as well. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, just keep an eye on the market condition and then be careful to secure your asset. Please don't put your asset on to, into uh, sex exchange as an, just, just use it when you trade or when you exchange and then just withdraw it immediately. That, that's, I think, the most important thing uh, to surviving Wave 3. And then uh, in terms of gaming field, I think uh, we can show uh, the great, great, great progress uh, by the end of this year. And then uh, I think uh, all of the, you guys can experience in our space uh, with certain visual like uh, Edo Castle and uh, some portion of Edo downtown. And then maybe some of the samples of Daimyo Mansion. I think definitely it's gonna be done by this year, year end. And then next year by quarter one, quarter second, quarter third, we can put some kind of, uh, you know, gaming, gaming function in our space so that maybe you can, if you have a role or if you have an avatar, or even if you don't have anything, you can jump into our space and experience some kind of gamify function and then, uh, gaming field as well. So I, I think at the very beginning point, the player should start, uh, from the Roni. Roni has no role in Edo era and Roni is going to be, uh, samurai. And Daimyo. And we are gonna we're gonna give you some certain roles and certain principles. So keep an eye on our activities. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, TJ, and thank you for the good advice regarding investments, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and Mitsushi san uh, Mitsushi, could you please join us? Okay, thanks, Oksana. So I as I see currently the influence of Twitter in crypto industry has been increasing exorbitantly. For example, uh, CZ announced in Twitter that he would sell out FTT over several months, which caused uh, a lot of feedback and backlash. Uh, I think that was partially one of the direct reasons why uh, FTT crisis happened in crypto industry. You know what? Elon Musk uh, complete, uh, completed acquisition of Twitter. I think uh, he is a sort of he's supporting crypto assets in general. So I think a lot of things related to cryptocurrency would be adopted in Twitter. That's my personal interpretation. But I think it's very important to understand what will happen in Twitter uh, going forward. Uh, for example, for example, uh, like a transaction of NFT could be available in Twitter. That's one example, one interpretation. For example, a transaction via cryptocurrency in Twitter could be available in the near future. I think those kind of things would happen. For example, connection, connectivity between metaverse services and Twitter could be available. Maybe a lot of people will use uh, avatars or NFT uh, as their icons in Twitter. So I think I'm sure that a lot of things related to cryptocurrency or crypto assets updates will happen in Twitter. Uh, after Elon Musk completed acquisition Twitter. So I think uh, it's very important for users as well to uh, gain literacy with regards to usage of Twitter. Uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, financial institutions, uh, you know, encountered a lot of troubles in the past, but it's very new that Twitter directly caused uh, crisis uh, with regards to FTT versus Binance. So I think it's very scary, but I think it's possible for us to take advantage of Twitter and other uh, social media platform. For me, Discord and Telegram are, are more a niche uh, social media platform. Telegram are very specific for cryptocurrency traders and Discord are more specific for play to earn and gamify users or game related users. But Twitter uh, 
appeal, uh, Twitter sort of uh, captured a wider range of audience, uh, even non-crypto uh, users, uh, you know, pay attention to newsfeed and what we, what's going on in Twitter. So as an Ediverse project, we are currently using Twitter, Telegram, and Discord, and user demog dem uh, demographics are a little bit different, but in order to uh, capture a wider range of audience, including non-metaverse users and non-crypto users, for example, those who just love Edo period, those who love just, you know, uh, Tokugawa uh, era, those who love like Japanese cultures, uh, but do not use cryptocurrencies. For in order to capture those users, I think Twitter is one of the very effective uh, tools. And also, we need to analyze uh, the current updates on Twitter. I think you know Elon Musk enforced a lot of uh, new rules, a new working style, and new like employment rules and so on, and new like employment culture and so on. I'm sure that a lot of new engineer team will create a lot of new functions with regard to metaverse and cryptocurrencies and NFT. So we need to sort of uh, catch up with those kinds of updates uh, by, uh, you know, just by just monitoring a Twitter uh, news function. That's what I'm doing these days. I mean, if there's a, any important updates, I'd like to sort of uh, utilize it for good purposes. So I'm, you know, talking to, uh, you know, Iwasaki-kun and so on, and Tai-san and so on to, you know, uh, about the current updates in Twitter and, and other uh, social media. And once Twitter uh, launches new functions, I don't know what new functions will be, other social media platforms will also uh, consider uh, developing new functions as well, because there's also always competition among a lot of uh, different social medias. And, you know, the user, the number of users is a, a sort of zero-sum game. People, you know, the limited number of users are using limited time for social media platform. So once a new function is developed, that means there is a signal that other uh, social media com uh, competitors will develop new functions as well. So I think going forward, sort of that sort of new function battle will also be accelerated and very competitive in the future. So that's why, uh, in the digital native age, we need to sort of always have an eye on updates in social media. That's, I think it's the most important news for cryptocurrency uh, these days, or this week, uh, that's all from me. So just uh, let's uh, discuss on this issue even more. Thanks. Thank you very much, Mitsushi. And uh, Dominique, could you please sum up today's session? Okay, um, last week, we finally announced that um, partnership with the Naudu Corporation, Naudu Company Limited, and also the Edo All United. And that was read by a professional soccer player. Now it, yeah, it's still just in the present. Yeah, he's a professional soccer player, um, uh, Mr. Keisuke Honda. Um, he, uh, his idea was very, very interesting for me that um, we just... Uh, shared idea about Nasaka Stadium in Tokyo. In the central area of Tokyo, that, that we don't have any big uh, World Cup Nasaka uh, Stadium yet. So uh, if we could just uh, construct Nasaka Stadium in the center, uh, center of uh, Japan, the center of Tokyo, uh, it's going to be uh, very excited in the future that every, every world people coming to the to Tokyo for the World Cup um, level of the soccer, um, um, the, the, the soccer. And then um, we decided that uh, X uh, fish market in Tokyo is called the Tsukiji uh, fish market. That was actually moved to Toyosu that, and that space was used for the other purpose now and after Olympics. 
But now we we thought that that should be the best place to uh, set up a, a soccer stadium, and then the uh, Edo United will be the home team of uh, uh, Edo Bars uh, that Skizi Soccer Stadium, and that'll be that'll be very exciting. And then we're gonna uh, uh, we're gonna have a, uh, some promotions, and and also we may have some soccer game. And then people just may may ask us that why soccer stadium, why soccer in Edo's. Because now uh, the concept of the Edo bus is that, yeah, um, if, uh, is that um, um, what if um, we have a, yeah, we have an Edo city in this modern world? That means that the after Edo period, um, that's around more than uh, 100 years later, um, of course, uh, Japan, Edo period, even after Edo period, there was a close, the country was closed, but it may just you know, connect with uh, the world because the uh, uh, recent technological innovations. And then people know that the soccer game and also soccer World Cup, and then Japan will be actually, you know, the one of the, yeah, sort of, yeah, one of the, uh, the teams just among the soccer world soccer. So in, in this case, uh, Eros, in Edo City, um, I don't think any strange uh, things that even we have a soccer stadium in, in Edo Bus. So um, we have a small uh, place in uh, Ryogoku areas and also a soccer stadium in, uh, in, in uh, Tsukiji's. And then maybe I think we may have um, something like a uh, you know, baseball play, uh, some stadium in the futures. Yeah. And also, I think that we have to think about uh, um, um, the animals like horses, because we have a, yeah, you know, horse races. Um, but of course, in the Edo period, there is no, not much actually uh, big activity in the, on, the, on the horse racing side, because the, there was a very peaceful nations uh, after the battle period. But um, uh, even just we can enjoy the horse racing even in the, in the peace period, and we might think about in the in the horse too. And then um, uh, we have a lot of projects, and then digital uh, digital twin projects. And we are just talking to the companies that that we have. Uh, we, we yeah, we will announce that um, um, more concrete name of the companies in the futures, and then. Um, and also, uh, we are now uh, working on, um, on a promotion of the land NFTs and also Katana NFTs uh, that will be uh, sold on December twelfth. Uh, and if if the people this time that the people has to register just on a white list, otherwise that you cannot buy. So um, don't forget just registering uh, your address uh, in uh, in a Aerobus white list, and then uh, please just enjoy. Uh, the land NFTs because uh, this land NFTs uh, we, you may see that even the daimyo kojis um, now you may see that in Tokugawa treasure Tokugawa hidden treasures so uh, uh, you may find uh, uh, already just deployed Koban or maybe in the other treasures yeah so um, it's going to be yeah, very exciting yeah if you find that there's some treasure just from your lands so um, please just enjoy uh, your your shopping, and then um, also I think that the Tokugawa hidden treasure uh, will be actually uh, will, will just will be put in a nationwide in in many places in Japan. So you can just physically travel to the local place in Japan that and you might find that Tokugawa treasure. So 
Uh, and then you get some Koban in Koban or other treasures in, uh, in your wallets. So uh, that's going to be, uh, you can just enjoy it too very, very soon. Um, and then uh, we are now uh, looking forward to seeing our Shinsengubi avatar, but it, it doesn't just come up yet. And then it's, it's going to be very, very soon. So, and then uh, we are now uh, positively uh, finding a people recruiting just for the Aerobus Company Limited in Japan. Um, that we need a people, we need the human resources. If you want to just join the Aerobus project, so engineers, marketers, and or maybe the e event promoters and the advertisement PR uh, managers, and also designers, the artists. Anybody just who want to just enjoy, uh, you know, join a uh, Aerobus project, uh, please come over and then please just raise the hands there and that we can talk. And then, yeah, I'm waiting. Thank you. Uh, please be careful. I think like next day you will have the crowd of people in front of the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we have many interviews anyway. Yeah. Oh, really? Very busy. I see. Okay. Thank you very much, Dominique. And thank you, everybody, for uh, delivering the news and uh, everybody for listening. And we will meet next week. Goodbye.